0: hey what's up this is the Crucial crew member i am streaming live so this is actually episode two of um the space oats for august 2022 um yeah so a lot of awesome stuff to talk about um actually started this thing a little bit earlier than I thought um but uh yeah I got a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about I I'm I'm pulling up my notes now but um so many awesome things happening in um that happened in August and uh also that uh will be continuing on in September uh really cool Star Wars news um that we are looking forward to a lot of cool stuff that I'm looking forward to actually um, yeah, so, uh, I'm gonna go through a lot of the things that, uh, happened in August, a lot of things that, uh, is, uh, gonna happen in September, and some things that, uh, some cool things that happened, uh, on the Star Cruiser, um, some of the merch that I've actually been able to acquire on the Star Cruiser, which have been pretty cool, um, yeah, all that awesome stuff, so, um, yeah, so let's get to it, um, August, oh my gosh, uh, August 1st, um, new Andor trailer came out August 1st, um, amazing, I am so looking forward to this series, it's probably one of the most exciting things I've seen in Star Wars since Rogue One, um, I thought Rogue One was amazing, so uh, I know a lot of people think that Rogue One was like probably one of the best Star Wars, editions uh, when, um, after Disney acquired Lucasfilm. So, um, I think this is going to match that, that continuing look and feel of Star Wars. If you loved Rogue One, you're going to love Andor. Uh, I am pretty much sure of it. So, uh, I am so looking forward to Rogue One. Uh, we had a little bounce back, um, when we went to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, it was you know it was supposed to debut and at the end of August, so it, was, it should have been out by now. But um, they pushed it back till the end of September. Uh, but really, you we're getting the we're getting caught up because we're gonna get three episodes right off the bat, uh, September twenty first, twenty first. Um, so we had that trailer. The trailer looked spectacular. There was some awesome things with Saw um coming back uh, with uh, Forrest Whitaker uh, with that role. Uh, Genevieve O'Reilly um, with Mon Mothma, which amazing. Can't wait to see all that uh, again and how that all m- melds together. Um, if you haven't seen anything yet and you want to kind of get a glimpse of what's going on, uh, head over to StarWars.com. There are some official clips and trailers as well as some of the costume reveals that were at San Diego Comic-Con Uh, over the summer, uh, that can be seen there. So, um, yeah, amazing, super excited about that. Can't wait for the end of the month for that. Um, yeah. And then we also had the wrap up of Halcyon Legacy, uh, issue number five was, uh, came out August 3rd, um, which was the final installment of the Halcyon Legacy series, Uh, I, if you don't know, I am a crew member on the, um, Halcyon, uh, for the Galactic Star Cruiser. So this series has been amazing, uh, to kind of see what has been behind the scenes, um, on the Star Cruiser, kind of give us some backstory on that. And, um, and yeah, so Bosk on the cover, the cover was amazing. I love the cover of that, uh, series and what a great wrap up uh and I hope that there's gonna be more, so there's so much story to tell i mean it's a two hundred and seventy five history uh year history of the ship so um we hope there's gonna be more halcyon legacy. I hope they had a good um good response from that, and we get to see more of that series uh but uh, what a good series I don't wanna spoil anything um for anybody that has not read the final issue yet so uh but it's Oh, what it? What an amazing, uh, you know, just backstories and all that is is just awesome. Uh, I love it. Um, August tenth, we had a new issue of. For those of you that love comics as well, I've, I'm honestly I get behind on a lot of my comics i have not read this one yet uh but han solo and chewbacca august 10th um number five came out so that they're about halfway through the series there there's 10 10 issues that's going to be released so number five was released um han actually takes a lot of hits in this episode in in this issue so um uh literally so um yeah so a lot of fun there um yeah, still looking to finish that job for Job of the Hut. So, um, uh, good, good issue there. Uh, Bounty Hunters number twenty six also uh, dropped on August tenth, um, which has some ties to Crimson Dawn. Uh, if you're a fan of Solo and um, the Crimson Dawn um, crime syndicate, that's uh, that was, you know, portrayed in there. Um, there's a lot of ties there to that, and. Yeah, you get to see Dryden Voss's yacht again. Uh I love Solo. I'm a huge fan. I know there's a lot of people that didn't like it, but I'm in the whole I'm on board with the make Solo to happen. Um Yeah, so Bounty Hunter number 26 uh dropped as well on August 10th. Uh August 16th, we had Princess and the Scoundrel, uh the new novel uh that uh hit the bookshelves. Um yeah, I have it. I, haven't, I have not read it yet. I'm ready to dive in because, again, crew member on the Halcyon. Um, this is where Han and Leia, this is their first stop uh, on their honeymoon, and it was aboard the Halcyon. So uh, ties to where I work, uh, which is awesome. I really can't wait to actually dive into this and actually see why there's some of the connections that I see on the ship so uh because there is connections if you haven't been on the halcyon yet if you haven't been on the galactic star cruiser yet uh there is connections to that um han and leia honeymoon Uh, i actually just talked to some passengers the other day and uh showed them that connection so i can't wait to actually see how that ties into the novel and you know everything else that's within that story um really looking forward to that so beautiful cover um yeah, uh, I, Beth Revis, uh, she did an interview, uh, I think it was on Who's the Boss, actually, pretty sure, I, I, listened to that, um, and it was a great interview, I, I loved her, her interview, um, a lot of similarities to my backstory of how I, um, kind of grew up with Star Wars and, uh, yeah, so it was a, it was amazing uh, to listen to that. Uh, so who's the boss? Amazing podcast, by the way. Um, if Mike Salcino, if you haven't listened to that, uh, I really encourage you to a uh, lot better um, podcaster than I am. So um, you know, this is my only second podcast, but uh, Mike Salcino is amazing. Um, so yeah, who's the boss? Uh, check a listen to that out, uh, Beth Revis pretty sure that she was on his episode not too long ago and it was an amazing uh listen so uh take a take a look at that um august 17th uh a day after princess and the scoundrel came out we have the release of star wars number 26 um i love this episode uh, this issue because it kind of has a little bit of ties to if you're a rebels fan um empire day and how the rebels kind of sabotage that uh it has a little bit of um connection to that because this issue uh obviously it takes place in between empire strikes back and return of the jedi um but there is a attack on imperial unity day so <laughs> kind of similar um a little bit of uh comparison there connection there um you wonder if they kind of oh you know Those rebels on Lothal, they attacked, uh, kind of made their stand or make themselves known on Empire Day. So let's do the same thing on Imperial Unity Day. So uh, a pretty cool uh, issue there. Uh, Mandalorian number two also dropped on August 17th. These uh, issues are adaptations of the Mandalorian series. So uh, basically, chapter two of season one of the Mandalorian, same story there, uh, but really really good adaptation there uh I'm enjoying watch uh, reading that as well um and seeing the differences or just the the artistic value of seeing it on the page than on the screen so i uh, I love to see that comparison and and you know a lot of people like it just to see it visually on the printed page so uh if you love the Mandalorian uh, check out the uh, the comic adaptations uh they they're really done a good job on that uh, August 26th, we saw Darth Vader number 26 release um, Vader via Anakin gets to get back into the um, behind the pod racing world um really kind of reigns in what he said before as anakin as a boy that i'm the only human that can do it uh apparently he's the only well i guess he's more machine now than human right but um he's still the only human that can uh that can pod race and uh, also on august twenty sixth, dr apra number 23 arrived Um, both comics actually have some ties again to Crimson Dawn. Uh, I love Crimson Dawn. I love the crime syndicate of Crimson Dawn, and I love the ties that are, I really wish we could see more of that on the live screen, and, uh, who knows, if this has been such a draw to continue the story of Crimson Dawn, um... Hopefully we'll get uh, some more in live action of Crimson Dawn. Maybe even some Kira down the road. So that would be amazing. Uh, We'll talk about Kira a little bit later. Uh, So August also. So Light and Magic. Um, I have still actually yet to finish this docuseries. I'm up to uh, episode four. So I only have two episodes left. But uh, I'm getting caught up. I've just been really busy this month. Um, But uh, Light and Magic is still streaming on, uh, obviously it's streaming on Disney+. Plus. It's that six-part docuseries on the history of ILM. And again, honestly, I've yet to finish that series, but watching it from the beginning, I knew a lot of the backstory of ILM, but it's done in such a way that um, it really brings a really... Different perspective on ILM from the beginning. You get to see a lot of interviews uh, from the original ILMers and the struggles that they went through. Really, so it's 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 more of a docu series based on them, not not the company as a whole, but really on the 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 ILMers themselves and. Um, seeing how it was built from the ground up from their perspective really does convince you that the magic is real. Um, As a Disney cast member, I teach a class called bringing magic to life and you can kind of see how the connection with Disney and Lucasfilm, even before they were connected, it, it was just, it was a match made in heaven. Like literally like you knew that it was, it was bound to happen at some point. Like when George Lucas stepped aside, it was like, who was going to take over? It had to be Disney. Um, You could just see the similarities between the two companies and how they really put forth the effort to bring that immersiveness. You know, Disney did it in the theme park world and in animation and Lucasfilm did it with, with the storytelling of, of, of Star Wars and, everything else that came after that. So um, the imagination, like seeing the inspiration for the ILMers, uh, where they, where they came from, where they got their ideas from is just, it's an outstanding perspective. Uh, And I'm really enjoying that. I love behind the scenes series and um, it's definitely worth a a watch. If, uh, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, the imagination of George Lucas. I mean, pff, why am I a fan? George Lucas's imagination is is it's a it's just to see his perspective on things and how he just creates and how he would just look at just he would just say certain things like oh I I want this I want this and. um you know, Ralph MacQuarie or whoever it was, they would you know draw these certain characters of what he, what they thought he was thinking about, and and he would always be able to pinpoint. That's what I want. That's what I want. And um, to get that on screen and just to see that development, it it just blows my mind. Blows my mind uh, completely. Um, there's just a little part of me that wishes that I could you know, have that, and it's, the storytelling from his imagination is just amazing, uh, everything that he had that was transformed to the visuals that we know, uh, the ups and downs, uh, you got to, got to see a little bit of perspective that you didn't see before, I, the frustration, I mean, some of the episodes, literally, I love the, I think it's either the first or the second episode, where, he, George just kind of ends the episode with his arms crossed and he's just like kind of shaking his head like I don't know what's going to go from here like he didn't know like if this was going to survive um, pretty much you know when he came back from London and he saw like the progression of what was going on with A New Hope and nothing was done and and is this going to succeed or not? Like it, it was amazing just to see that the, the struggles, the ups and downs and how it just, he kept pushing through and just trying to accomplish his goal, uh, to make star Wars happen. And so grateful that he did because otherwise we would not be here today. Um, so yeah, I do have a couple episodes to go. I'm on, on, I'm on episode four. So, uh, starting to see like outside of, you know star wars empire strikes back now getting into raiders of the lost ark outside of george lucas or outside of star wars because it's still george lucas that i'm you know de- uh involved with the storytelling because obviously indiana jones was george lucas but getting into steven spielberg and him uh his use of ilm and um yeah, just seeing how that progresses forward. So I'm I'm looking forward to finishing up that series. Uh, if you haven't watched it and you love behind the scenes series, it's a, it's a great uh, great watch. So I definitely recommend that, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, Star Wars Lego Summer Vacation came out on August 5th, so I was. Obviously super excited about this. Um, Again, another connection to the Halcyon, the Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, which I am a crew member of. Um, I did a couple teases on my Instagram post uh, with the trailer that I'm in the episode because there is some cool connections to the Star Cruiser, which is amazing. Uh, There's a lot of Easter eggs uh, within connections to the movies and everything but my two favorites uh honestly um which kind of have connection they have connections to the halcyon that i noticed uh with a little help from uh starwars.com they have like the easter egg list uh but i i, I actually caught both of these that were listed um first off the drink that finn orders uh in the uh sublight lounge um, it is based on an actual drink of the Halcyon, which is the Urdua Poison Spitter Drop. Uh, I have not have th- had this. Uh, we, as our crew members, have not been able to taste test, unfortunately. Uh, I honestly have, have taste tested a little. I've had the Crate Reactor and a couple others, but, uh, I've not had the, uh, Poison, uh, the Urdua Poison Spitter Drop, uh, which I really, really want to try, but, um... So, yeah, Finn's Drink is based on that, so that's a cool connection uh, to the Halcyon Star Cruiser. Um, Also, my favorite, my favorite, because I actually put this, when I saw it on the trailer, and I actually saw the costumes, and I could tell, oh, those are the crew members. I actually put a little arrow on the trailer that, that, oh, that's me, that's the crew member. Um, The insignia of the CSL uh, crew. Uh so CSL Chandrela Starline is the owners of the Halcyon. Um so that insignia, which actually is right here, by the way, um, is on the bat on the robes and the towels um of C three PO, 2 D two, BB eight, and some of the crew members on the ship on their backs of their um their shirts. So that was my favorite, obviously. That was my favorite. Uh, just seeing that and knowing that those are the crew members and um, seeing that insignia on the costume, on the robes, uh, was really awesome. So really brought that connection to us on the scene. even though it's, I guess it's technically not canon, but it could be canon because it takes place after Rise of the Skywalker. So, you know, who knows? It, it actually could have happened. Uh, so, we're we're just going to say it's canon, and we're going to say that um, I was in that episode, and now I'm canon, right? We're going to say that. Um, going over to the parks, um, we're going to talk about Magic Band Plus a little bit. So, away from Star Wars, honestly, the Magic Band Plus, which actually, nope, not, not that one. I don't know where my Magic Band Plus is. It's somewhere. I don't know. Um, I bought that in July, at the end of July. I've been going around the parks with Magic Band Plus. Honestly, I'm kind of disappointed in Magic Band Plus. But, I'm going to put that but here. If you're a Star Wars fan and you go to Batu, get a Magic Band Plus. Uh, Not. Generally for Star Cruiser experience. So if you're on the Star Cruiser. It doesn't help you. If you go to Disney. And you go to Hollywood Studios. And you're a Star Wars fan. And you go to Batuu. Get a Magic Band Plus. The Bounty Hunter missions. Makes it worth the price. Honestly. It was so much fun to do the the Bounty Hunter missions. On Galaxy's Edge. Um, I spent about two and a half hours completing these missions. Um, oh, by the way, the statues in Hollywood Studios, the only two that are Star Wars, are R2-D2 and BB-8. It's great to do a little visit and you're, wave your little hand or whatever you want to do. You know, you get the R2 beeps and the BB-8 beeps and everything else, but honestly, the statues... Not the best part of the Magic Band Plus. The Bounty Hunter missions in Batu—that's what you want to do. Um, there are twenty missions. Um, I did them all in about two and a half hours. Um, it was late at night. I went on a Thursday a couple weeks ago, and it was kind of raining. A lot of people were leaving. At first, it was a little bit difficult lines were long because there's a, there's an area where basically you go to start it, you go and you tap and it goes through a little tutorial. You get your first mission, you go and try to find it. The magic band acts as a homing beacon, which is really cool. It's a little bit hard to figure out at first, but honestly, once you get it, you understand it. Um, it has three different homing beacon signals, uh, Red, that you're going way in the wrong direction. Green, that you're going in the right direction. And it continues to to let you know how close you're getting by the uh, intermittent of the buzzing of the green. And then when you're right on top of the bounty, it turns purple. And then when you get to that bounty, you're using the Disney Play app to scan that bounty. And then you go back and you scan your magic band to collect your bounty and then you go again to the other area to tap and get a new bounty um, I had a lot of fun with this uh, If, like I said at first it was a little bit difficult a lot of people were there to basically collect your bounty there was a long line to get the new bounties, short line but collecting the bounty is a long line because the person that gives you the, the credits he says something different every time as you keep going so it's It it takes a little while. Um, So there's a backup at that point. But it started raining. The park was closing. Fireworks were starting. Everybody was leaving. Ogus Cantina had a little bit of a backlog. um, So they weren't... They couldn't close Batuu, basically. So I was there running around with two other people doing the bounty missions until... I want to say like almost quarter to 10, honestly. And I got all of them done. So, um, unfortunately when you finish them, it just starts over again. There's no like really cool ending to it. Um, but still it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun running around. It's different for everybody, different times. So if like I had bounty number two that I was on and somebody else had bounty number two, we might go in different directions. Which is really cool, because you can't, like, say, oh, yeah, you're going to go over here, and you can't, like, cheat, basically. uh, Because everybody's going to go in different directions. So that was really cool. Worth it to get the Magic Band Plus. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan, Magic Band Plus for the bounty missions. Bounty missions are great. Don't try to do it with Star Cruiser. Honestly, there's too many other things you have to do on Batuu that day. If you're on Star Cruiser, focus on the Star Cruiser missions, Do Hollywood Studios another day. And get those bounty missions done. Go to Oga's, have some drinks, things like that. Do the other stuff another day. Keep that separate. In my opinion. Um, What else happened? Uh, Let's see here. We had... Oh, I can't remember what date that was. I didn't write it down. But uh, Marvel's Obi-Wan Kenobi comic uh, has number oh, that dropped today, actually that's right Uh, yeah, um, well, it's tomorrow now it's 9-1, but August 31st yesterday, (laughs) I'm doing this so late I was not planning on doing this this late Uh, but uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi comic uh, number 4 dropped today August 31st Uh, there was a cool flashback to a top secret mission with Anakin um, which was really cool Um, I have not read the entire episode yet, but I did look at the preview on StarWars.com. Um, it also features an old friend, Admiral Yularen, uh, really cool character from, uh, that was in the Rebels series, but I'm not sure if he was in Clone Wars or not. I'm going to can't remember but I, I think in a couple episodes of Clone Wars as well uh, but yeah so uh, Admiral Ularan is back so it was really cool to see see that I can't wait to actually read the entire episode so or entire issue um, let's see what else happens uh, oh uh, you only have two more well today and tomorrow uh, toy ToyAwards.com. head on over to toy uh, to vote for your favorite toys this year Voting ends on September 2nd. Um, there's a couple, few Star Wars toys included in that. Uh, so you got, uh, let's see, we got Hasbro's Lola Animatronic, which is amazing. I've seen seen this toy that's unbelievable. I want it so bad. Um, so that might be a purchase at some point when I find it and can purchase that. Uh, but that is up for Action Figure of the Year. Uh, Who doesn't love Lola? Lola's amazing. Uh, Cal Kestis Legacy Lightsaber uh, is up for Grown-Up Toy of the Year. I have Cal Kestis Lightsaber. I love it. That's my first Legacy Lightsaber that I've purchased. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely voting for that. So it's a great lightsaber. Um, Who doesn't love Jedi Survivor Series uh, or Jedi uh, Fallen Order Survivors, the next one. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, anyway, um, and then Star Wars Villainous. Uh, Villainous. If you've never played the um, the Disney game of Villainous, it's really fun. Uh, my wife loves it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I have not ordered the Star Wars expansion pack for that yet but that's up for game of the year um i hinted i was hoping that she ordered it for me i don't know if she did or not i'm kind of waiting to see if it comes in at some point uh if it doesn't then i'm gonna have to get that because star wars villainous amazing uh expansion pack for that i can't wait to see that i want to play it so bad um it's a real fun game to um to play so uh, winners will be announced on September 20th. So again, Sept- uh, September 2nd. So Friday, the voting ends. So head on over there, vote for your favorites if you like any of those. I'm definitely voting for the Calcestis Lightsaber. Uh, obviously, because it's it's my favorite grown-up toy of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, winners will be announced on September 20th. Um. Uh, StarWars.com also has an exclusive preview of Marvel's Star Wars issue number 27 uh, that'll be coming out September 7th. So, uh, yeah, I talked about, um... A little bit about Star Wars number 26 that came out earlier in August that had some ties to Crimson Dawn, but, um... Issue number 27 actually had, uh, that actually showed on StarWars.com today had an exclusive preview, so I kind of, I really quickly glanced at that today, so I didn't really focus on a lot of that, but, uh, I did see that today on StarWars.com, uh, September 8th, so let's get into September, September 8th, holy mess, a lot of stuff coming out on September 8th, uh, Disney Plus Day comes out September 8th, um... We have Obi Wan Kenobi's A Jedi Return documentary. So, the making of Obi Wan Kenobi. Looking forward. I love my um, documentaries. So, super looking forward to this. Uh, there was an official trailer for that and a poster that you can see on StarWars.com. Uh, so, if you're excited about docu series, uh, you're gonna want to look out for that on September 8th. Uh, there is a Choose Your Destiny sweepstakes. So again, being a Halcyon cast member. And if you're not affiliated with Disney or ABC or anything that you can, I I can't enter it, unfortunately, because they're not going to let me win this. But uh, unfortunately, even though I would love to actually stay on the Star Cruiser uh, at some point, but um, if you go on Instagram and you post an Instagram Reel, Answering the question: Are you Team Light Side or Team Dark Side? Use the hashtag ChooseYourDestinySweepstakes. Sweepstakes. Hashtag choose your destiny Sweepstakes. Also, make sure that you follow Star Wars Life. Follow at Star Wars Life to complete your entry. Sweepstakes ends on September 15th at 11:59 p.m. and you could win a trip on the Galactic Star Cruiser. You can come and see me, the Crucial Crew member, on the Galactic Star Cruiser. If I'm still there, granted. Uh, but, um... What an amazing time. If you have not been on the Star Cruiser, uh, please get on Instagram. Let us know, are you light side or dark side? Honestly, I've, I would have a hard time answering this question because I'm the one in the middle. <laughs> um, I love, I love uh, the Bendu... I love Ahsoka. She just figured it out. You can't be light or dark. You gotta be. You gotta be both. You gotta be in the middle. Um, I wouldn't be able to pick. I don't know. Even if I could enter this contest, I wouldn't be able to do so. Um, we talked about Disney Plus Day. So Disney Plus actually. So we thought that Bad Batch was going to be coming out. Bad Batch season two. They didn't show it in the list of Disney Plus Day releases. Andor is coming out September 21st. We know that that's got to run through fall. We were worried about what the release date for Bad Batch Season 2 was. Now, Disney Australia, apparently, has said that the series would be available on September 28th on Disney Plus which would mean that we'd have Andor going and Bad Batch season 2. A lot of Star Wars coming if that's the case. Uh so we're really looking forward to that. I love Bad Batch. Um I was I was it was really hard for me to get pulled into that from the beginning. I mean, the first episode was amazing. I kind of lost a little bit of interest, honestly. But then when it wrapped up, I was I was like, okay, I'm I'm on I'm full on Bad Batch. So I'm looking forward to it. I love the ending of that series. I really want to see where it's going to go next. And I really hope that September 28th... I mean, it's going to be a lot. Andor, Bad Batch Season 2, if they're both going back-to-back, that's going to be a lot of Star Wars. But really? I mean, is there is there really ever too much Star Wars um, to go around? So, yeah, that would be awesome if we had two series going back to back on Disney Plus. So that would be something to look forward to. So we'll see if that happens. Again, it was from Disney, Australia that kinda had written that in the other day and it was noticed. So we'll see we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um Star Wars Revelations, another comic. Uh, one one shot comic. Uh, special one-shot comic coming in November, so we're we're going beyond September here. Um, coming in November, Star Wars Revelations. Revelations will provide a preview of what's coming in 2023 um, across the Marvel Star Wars titles. Um, a little bit of glimpse of everything. It's a 40-page comic giving you a preview of what's to come. But also, at the same time, providing a great story with Vader at the center. So that comes out in November. Um, It also has a little bit of ties again to Crimson Dawn. I love Crimson Dawn. Um, It has another little tie to something else that's coming out in November. A big crossover event in Star Wars Hidden Empire. Um, Now, I have not read any of the Kira comics yet. I, but I really want to. I need. I need to find some time to get to this because Kira, one of my favorite characters, especially. I mean, Solo. Honestly, I love Solo. So I'm I'm on board. Solo two, make Solo two happen. I'm on board with that. Um, Kira was amazing, and I really need to read those stories because I want to know what happens to Kira and this could be the end uh, of of what happens to Kira. So as far as hidden empire, so we'll see if this is the end of her story or not, but um, hidden empire will be coming out in November as well. It's going to be a five issue miniseries starting in November, um, bringing in players from all over the star Wars universe and excitement on this one. So I really want to go back and read all of Kira's uh, backstory now within the comics. Um, Because in Hidden Empire, you're going to get Vader, Dr. Apra, the Knights of Ren. Uh, It's going to be set between Empire and Return of the Jedi. It's going to have a direct connection to both of those stories, to Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and also beyond that. So um, that just seems like a, a lot of connection within the Star Wars universe, uh, how we can bring all these stories together and see how it all connects. So I really want to jump on that bandwagon and read the comics with Kira, because I have not done so yet. I've, I've been a fan of Darth Vader uh, series, Dr. Aphra. Um, yeah, so I, I really needed to... to get that series going those series going with Kira um so many comics out there that are just amazing and just don't have the time to read them all uh if you're into the gaming world um the Star Wars Jedi game franchise so uh so we've had Fallen Order Fallen Order uh really got me back into gaming um I kind of lost interest years ago, and then uh, Fallen Order, I finally got a hold of that, and I played it, and I was just blown away. Obviously, I got the Cal Kestis Light uh Legacy lightsaber, so um, it's, yeah, that's... can't wait for Jedi Survivor, but uh, now until Jedi Survivor comes out, we got some other um, tie-ins to the Star Wars Jedi franchise. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars, which will be a new n- novel from Del Rey, which, uh, written by Sam Maggs. Uh, she's a Canadian-American author of many different books, comics, video games, um, especially known for her work on the Fangirl's Guide to uh, the Galaxy and Marvel um, action captain marvel all that kind of good stuff so i think this is her first dive into the star wars universe honestly um which is really cool excited to see that but she's been all over books comics game gaming uh writing for all those different er avenues and uh this jedi battle scars novel is going to be an adventure set between Fallen Order and the highly anticipated Survivor that is going to be coming out. uh, The sequel to Fallen Order Uh, it arrives on March 7th 2023. So if you're a fan of that part of the universe, the expanded universe uh, check out that novel. Um, I'm going to be very interested in that. I might uh, have to check that out. So um I'm a huge fan of the Jedi sir Jedi game franchise so with Calcastus and some of the other characters and I hope that um, we get to see some of those other characters return as well. so uh, a release date for Survivor has yet to be announced, but another book. Uh, the Art of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, so the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, The Art of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, published by Dark Horse, will chronicle the development of the game, collecting concept art and uh, creator commentary in an oversized full color hardcover. Uh, this will hit the shelves on May the 2nd, 2023. So, again, we don't know when Survivor's coming out. Uh, I was here in spring of 2023, so, uh, maybe it'll come out before this behind-the-scenes or after, I don't know, we'll see, uh, but it's gotta be coming around that time, but, uh, yeah, so those are a lot of the releases coming up, um, at least that I've noticed that I'm kinda interested in, um... I want to say I, like, missed a couple that I had thought I had written down, but I guess... I don't know. Yeah, because I thought I wrote down some things with, like, Chewbacca and Han Solo coming out. Um, But I guess that didn't save or whatever in my little notepad, but anyway. um, But yeah, there were some other things that came out that that I had noticed that I was pretty interested in. I read some... Some things on... I, know, I, I did touch on Chewbacca and Han Solo, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So much that I forget what I've already talked about. Um, so a couple other things that I thought was really interesting. I don't know if anybody had uh, looked into... Uh, this, there was an interview with Empire Magazine um, with Ryan Johnson uh, that kind of happened. Uh, he was. I think he was talking about uh, Knives Out sequels and so forth. I'm a huge Ryan Johnson fan, by the way. Um I met him at Star Wars Celebration Orlando. Um so I'm a huge fan of Ryan Johnson. I knew before um uh, Last Jedi came out that a lot of people were gonna have problems with that film, just from what he had told me with my meeting with him. So Last Jedi I I mean conceptually, I, I love the film. Um, yes, there's some things that, that I agree, you know, that I have some issues with, but overall the film I thought was amazing. I thought he did a great job with The Last Jedi. Um, he's a, he's a brilliant filmmaker, uh, director, and I would love to see him do his own trilogy, uh, which was always going to be the case. And, till last Jedi underperformed and, uh, Disney kind of took a backseat to that. But, um, I hope that he, he eventually has some more storytelling to do within the star Wars universe. He's a huge star Wars fan and, um, his passion to create, uh, great stories, uh, I think he would do a great job at at a, at a standalone trilogy if we could we would give him a chance. Um he even said in the interview that he he gave, he said it would break his heart if he couldn't come back to the Star Wars universe. Um It would break my heart if you he couldn't come back to the Star Wars universe. Honestly, I I was on board when it was announced that he would have a Star Wars trilogy and I I hope that he still he still has a future within the Star Wars universe. So, um, yeah, we hope that's the case. That would be that would be awesome. Um, he 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 also stated that he stayed close with Kathleen Kennedy. Um, said it's just a matter of schedule and when it could happen to get back into the sandbox at some point. So, there's still that possibility that Ryan Johnson could have a Star Wars trilogy and. I definitely hope that's the case. Uh, again, I'm a huge Ryan Johnson fan. Um, I would love to see a um, a trilogy of movies with his ideas and concepts of what Star Wars is to him. I know it would be out of the box because that's what he did. Honestly, like literally, Force Awakens was a great film, but it carried on the same themes and ryan johnson took it in a different direction and uh i respect him for that you know people complain about certain certain things about the movies but you know what everything that they complain about they could pretty much put that with pretty much all the other films so uh in in some way or another um couple other things so let's let's talk about star cruiser a little bit uh before i sign off because i've gone a lot over my what i was gonna say that my episodes are gonna be about 30 minutes long but uh a to talk about with star wars uh this month and coming up but um let's talk about the halcyon for a little bit because uh, there's been some really awesome things that uh has happened on the halcyon recently um I want to give a really cool shout out to uh, Princess and the Scoundrel. Uh, they came back to the halcyon in, in August, uh, Princess and the Scoundrel. They just uh, had their uh, podcast uh, come out uh, with their return of the turn to the Scar- Star Cruiser. Um, a lot of awesome things about that episode, which I love to hear. Um, because if you're, if you go once, you're like, you kind of think, uh, is it worth it to come back again? You know, have we, how's the level of, of service, the storytelling, the immersiveness of the Star Cruiser. And honestly, you know, we're, we're still trying to give a hundred percent, um, as crew members on the Halcyon and I think they felt that way, so I I mean, I really, I love that podcast Princess and the Scoundrel Uh, it was great to actually see them, I didn't really know who they were the first visit that they came Uh, honestly, I can't remember if I saw them or not but uh, knowing that they were coming and seeing them, I didn't get to interact with them a lot, like during the storytelling part of it Um, but I did see them and I saw how they were enjoying themselves and I just I I even if I don't get in, get to interact with individuals I I you know sometimes I'm interacting with other cr- passengers and I see everybody just having a great time and uh as they had stated in their recent podcast the magic is is has not been lost it's it's still going you get a different perspective when you come for a second time and I can see that because I've seen a lot of repetitive passengers come back, and I've noticed how they've taken different storylines. We we don't really have a lot of passengers that come, so we we know when they come back, and it's really cool to see them have a different perspective. And sometimes we get to interact with them and and hear them tell us that of how you know they've been two, three, four times and. And they've, uh, they've experienced something different every time. So, uh, and we've, we've got some new things, uh, as they noticed when they came back for the second time, we got some new, new drinks, uh, little tweaks to the story here and there. And, um, I'm glad they had a great time, uh, and they got to see it in a different way. And, um, yeah, I hope they come back again. So, uh. So that was really cool. It's a great episode, um, especially if you're someone that's coming with um, with little ones, little younglings. Uh, definitely listen to their podcast because they have two little younglings themselves, uh, and they came and they, they give that perspective of being um, on the Halcyon with uh, young ones as well, uh, and how that could be even different from the first time to the second time as their experience was as well. So, uh, yeah. So Sarah and Steven, um, awesome. Love, uh, princess and the Scoundrel, and always a great listen. Uh, even beyond star cruiser podcasting, uh, everything that, uh, that they put out is, is a, is a really good time. So, uh, we really enjoy listening to them. I enjoy listening to them, uh, all the time. So, um, also, I mean, always got to give a shout out to Heroes of the Halcyon. Um, Heroes of the Halcyon, I was, uh, privileged to be part of their podcast, uh, this past month in August, and I still have yet to listen to my podcast. I, I've, I've heard it was, was, was great, but I just can't. I can't bring myself to listen to it. Um, I did, however, listen to another crew member who was on their podcast, uh, one of our technicians. Uh, so, um, it, it was great to hear another crew member on there and that got, I thought he did a great job. Honestly, I think he did a better job than I did. Um, just remembering how mine went, but, uh, it, yeah, it's it, the here's the Halcyon if you're thinking about coming on the Star Cruiser and you want to know um you know, the ins and outs of of what you might expect or kind of how you might want to go about um approaching being on the Halcyon and being getting kind of your money's worth out of it. Uh they can kind of give you an outlook of what what that experience can look like and between those two, here's the Halcyon, um, Princess and the Scoundrel. Um, two great podcasts to listen to as far as the Star Cruiser experience, uh, at least the ones that I, I know of. Uh, I'm sure that there's some others out there that, that have done a great job, but those are the two that I know personally and um, have really appreciated that. So um, check them out if, uh, if you're... If you're planning on coming to the Star Cruiser, or even if you've been and and you just want to reminisce your experience, uh, which is amazing, um, one of the cool things about being a crew member uh, within the past month is we got to we got to buy some merch. <laughs> so I'm loaded up now. Uh, I've gotten some stuff that uh, that I've been dying to get because. So, like, originally, they only let us kind of have a handle on, like, some of, like, the keychains and things like that, um, the patches, uh, so, like, you know, I got some stuff here, like the Star, Chandra the Star line patch, Uh put one of them on a backpack that I got, um, you know, all the keychains, all the pins, I bought all those, um, yeah, you know, we even we got a yeah, we got pretty much everything. The magic band, so like I uh, the yeah, I bought the magic band. Uh the black one, all that all that good stuff. I got everything like all around here. It's it's crazy. I got so much stuff now. Um I don't even know what to do with it. Um it's just been like you know, I'm a crew member, I gotta buy everything. It, it it's it's been really cool. Um By the way, the keychain I don't have it, I hung it up downstairs, I meant to actually bring it up for the podcast, but the keychain with the uh, Halcyon logo, the one that's got this and it has the, it spins around, if you do buy that, I love it, I've actually bought two, because I lost the first one, um, the, kind of like the caribbean part of it, that you push in, that will fall off very easily, by the way, and I think that's how I lost it. Um, it slid off, and I don't know where it went, but anyway, I bought another one because I love it because it's kind of like a little fidget thing. You can spin the 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 circle part of it, and I, I, I love to do that, um, so I love that keychain a lot, but I bought all the keychains, I bought this little ship, mini ship model, the the mini one, not the one on the stand, the mini one, it lights up and it does the sirens and everything, I meant to bring that up here too, I like forgot everything that I was going to like kind of show for anybody that's watching on Instagram live, but um, uh, I bought the lightsaber, uh, the CSL lightsaber, so I actually have that right here, if anybody's interested in looking at that, um, I'll probably put um, this on Instagram, but this is the lightsaber. Uh so yeah the CSL lightsaber with the case. Um I love the lightsaber. The lightsaber is amazing. I'm I'm really big into lightsabers. I'm gonna like go crazy on lightsabers later. But um Yeah, it's it's such a nice lightsaber. It's got little um the letters that you can in Arabesh um you can pop in here. I put the J in Arbesh because I'm J so the group remember J um I have not ignited it yet I think it's blue I'm pretty sure it's blue but it's got the Halcyon logo on the bottom there it's oh, it's freaking awesome I love this lightsaber it's so cool I can't get enough of like looking at it all the time um another thing that I bought recently I haven't even unboxed it yet freaking amazing uh, I just got this the other day. got my, my SK droid. My SK droid. Oh, I haven't even unboxed this yet. So awesome. I love SK. SK is great. Um, I like seeing him on the ship. Saying hi to SK. He's amazing. Um, so I got my SK. That's my first droid that I've ever bought. That's really awesome. Um, I also bought this a box set. Suboxet, set. Haven't opened this yet either. Um, I have the Suboxet box set from Batu. I know how to play this version slightly, not as much as Corillian um, Spike, which is the Batu version. This is Coruscant Shift, uh, slightly different. Um, it even says Coruscant Shift on there, so a um, little bit different version. But, uh, really cool. I forgot to bring up the wine glass. I bought the the wine glass. Chandra Lestarlene wine glass. Uh, again, Solo. Huge fan. That was in Solo. Uh, Kira actually has that glass. Uh, obviously I bought the necklace. This was the last thing I bought the other day. Um, I love this necklace. I was like, oh, can I pull it off? Yes, I can pull it off. I love this necklace. It's amazing. Um, this is really, really cool. So, love it. I'm going to wear it all the time, even when I'm on the ship. Um, yeah, so those are the things I've bought on the Star Cruiser so far in the, the merch shop. Um, also, I got a lot of cool stuff from... I can't remember his name. see if he has anything on here but i have one, the star cruiser facebook pages are freaking amazing i think it's michael what's his last name farnham i believe i think so i can't remember but he's on like a lot of the the star cruiser uh facebook pages the upcoming Cruiser. but he did like a little contest and he sent me like i won and he sent me all these like cool little like patches are so cool it's like the coca-cola thing from galaxy's edge grogu patch and um i don't even know what this says but it looks really cool um dj rex oh, so awesome um oh that brings me oh yeah so i went to galaxy's edge when i went to go do the um the bounty missions I went to. I had a reservation for OGAs. Every time I go to Hollywood Studios, I always get a reservation for OGAs because OGAs is awesome. I love OGAs. Um, this time, awesome. I was. Uh, Austin, he was my uh, chemist uh, at OGAs when I went, and he knew I was a crew member for the Halcyon. I was wearing my Star Cruiser rain jacket because it was raining that day. And. I ordered, I finally got to get the uh, Tonnery wine. I've never had the Tonnery wine. The Tonnery wine is, it's a Chardonnay, if you if you know wines. It's a Chardonnay, basically. Uh, but it's blue from Alderaan. A lot of times they're out of it. Obviously, it's hard to get, because Alderaan is no more. So, um, but I had, finally had the Tonnery wine, and then I got the Bespin Fizz, which... I've never had in its full experience because the last time I got it, they, the dry ice machine was messed up and they couldn't do the um, the glasses the right way. So I ordered the bestman Fizz and he said, I'm going to let you be an honorary chemist, which was so much fun. So he brought the glass out, put it on the table. He brought me the drink and he, he let me pour it, which was really cool. Uh, so I got to be an honorary chemist, uh, at Oga's Cantina. Uh, CSL patch also from Michael. Um, a sticker, another CSL sticker, um, Galaxy's Edge patch, another really cool patch here. And a Batu Black Spire Outpost sticker there as well. So that was a cool little fun pack that I got from Michael, um, as a little giveaway that I won on one of the Galactic Star Cruiser Facebook posts. So um, you know, if you're coming on Galactic Star Cruiser, look on Facebook. Join those uh, those Facebook groups, uh, Galactic Star Cruiser, whatever dates you're coming. Um, I usually try to join all those groups um, just to kind of give a answer any questions if anybody has them. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, so that, that's about it. hope everybody is having a great month. Um, I'm looking forward to um, to this month, September. A lot of stuff. And or... Um hopefully Bad Batch season two starting. Uh I got a reservation for Hollywood Studios again this month, so I'll be heading back there again. Still waiting for when that Caleb Dune slash Canon Jarrus lightsaber legacy will be coming out because I really want that one. That's that's gonna be my next legacy lightsaber that I purchase. Uh, I'm watching the Clone Wars right now because, well, August 31st was D. Bradley Baker's birthday. Um, So, I'm watching the Clone Wars right now in honor of D. Bradley Baker. I met D. Bradley Baker very briefly at Star Wars Celebration this year. This is the first time I've ever met him. Uh, He was very kind to stop and talk with me, um, just to kind of summarize and give a little close out here. Um, I had the honor of staying at the Grand Californian at Disneyland. And a lot of a lot of our amazing Star Wars cast were staying there as well. So I got to meet a bunch of people. Um, I got to meet uh, Ian McDiarmid. I, I saw Anthony Daniels. He was there. Um, a lot of people from ILM uh, got to meet and talk with and I was walking through the hotel one night and was behind D. Bradley Baker and I realized it was him and uh, my wife encouraged me to go up and and say hi to him so uh, I walked up behind him and said, uh, I, said I just said uh, Captain Rex and he turned around and said reporting for duty sir in Captain Rex voice and it was it was amazing. Uh, we we talked for a bit. It was it was really cool to actually meet Dee Bradley Baker, and uh, I love the Clone Wars. Right now, it's probably my favorite Star Wars series to watch. Uh, I always just throw in car- Clone Wars and watch an episode. It's 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 a lot of fun. There's so many cool storylines to. To dive into and revisit from now and again, and right now I'm actually watching the movie, so taking me back to the beginning um, when we first saw Ahsoka and Rex as well. Um, so yeah, so I you know, I did a little spiel about that a little while ago about how I wasn't really excited about that when it first came out. I thought it looked too Disney even though it was before Disney actually acquired Lucasfilm. um, I was so hooked on the Gandhi Tartofsky micro-series of Clone Wars and the animation style of that, the micro-series there, and uh, didn't think I was going to like this Clone Wars series at all. And, um, you know, obviously I became a fan, and now going back and watching it from the beginning, uh, after my love of Ahsoka came about, you know, seeing it from the very beginning. I I just, I love it so much. So, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time to always go back and revisit all of that. So, but, uh, yeah, it's getting late. I gotta go back. I gotta go back to the star cruiser tomorrow morning. So, um, I really should, uh, get to bed and get some sleep so that I can be refreshed for our crew, our passengers tomorrow because i think it's a it's a new day right yeah i was there on tuesday so i saw them coming in interacted with a bunch of them there was a lot of cool cool passengers coming aboard so uh, i had a lot of fun interacting with a lot of them on tuesday and maybe i'll get to see some of them on the way out and you know figure out what the heck happened on the star cruiser and Hopefully they had a great time with us. Um. That is it for the August 2022. Even though it's September 1st now. But this is technically the August episode of the Crucial Crew Member. Space Oats. Episode 2. Um. I will be posting the recording of this. Um. And, uh, thank you for joining live. If you join live, have a great night.